And we're live. Just Sweet. like that. Yeah. We did it. We did it. We are here. Sean. Hooray. You are without cast. Yeah, look at this. Your arm is free. There was a hand under there the whole time. Oh my god. Congratulations on the hand. Yeah, it's so weird feeling. Like it feels very fragile. Mm. Um, I can't make a fist yet. Uh, but yeah, just the fact that I need to like support the whole hand myself is is weird to me. Yeah, uh, they gave me a brace. I'm supposed to wear it when I like sleep and when I go out. <clears throat> although I've been wearing, although it's like a big honking thing, like it's it's like it's like cast size. Yeah, I've just been using these like workout wrist straps because they 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 still wrap around my wrist and support it, and it just doesn't take up like my forearm. Sure. Yeah, it's weird. It is so nice being able to hold a controller properly again mm. that felt so now you can go good. back and get the true experience with rage that's true great it's true you're right all right, right. Maybe, I, maybe i missed something there yeah maybe <clears throat> maybe you did um <laughs> maybe we all did uh, <laughs> i was uh i was telling paul earlier uh the switch is still a little difficult because it doesn't have a like a, a good hand grip it's it's like a flat tablet so I still have to like twist my hand a bit more than I would with a controller. Um, that's the only issue I've really had so far, you know, game wise. And then, yeah, in a couple of weeks, I go back and I start doing physio. I need to do like light stuff now, like wrist curls with a can of beans or something. But yeah, it's weird. It's exciting. Super, super exciting. What's up with you guys? Uh, um, I've been better. <laughs> yeah so so uh our front door window pane smashed and we don't know why all right lucky you yeah uh otherwise we're good yeah so so john might be uh leaving yeah so halfway through the podcast i may disappear when uh the condo uh, repair group gets here to look at the door cool sounds good yep paul Uh, what's up with you man Oh, you know, playing it cool, man, playing it cool. It's been hot as hell here. It has been super hot this week. Um, We lost a bunch of people at work because they quit. Like we weren't uh, we weren't letting anybody go. We were actually short people and more people quit. So Mm. it's been it's been great how everybody has had to do a little extra. (laughs) That's the job none of us like. So that's been great. Um, other than that, I've been playing video games again. So Congratulations. That. Yeah, I'm back on the train, as it were. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's just, I guess let's get into it. Um, yeah. Actually, wait, no, I, I, since we last talked, have. I mean, we I talked t- a did week I ago. Say, did I say I had um, watched Ant-Man? I so don't sure remember. I watched, yeah, I watched it before last week's show. I just don't know if I talked about it on that one. You watched it up here, right? Yeah, yeah. I went and saw it with my mom. Okay. Um, Ant-Man's good. I'm probably going to be seeing it again because my girlfriend hasn't seen it. In fact, I'm, I'm actually probably going to be seeing Incredibles 2 again first because I'm going to that later this evening because she has not seen it. I'm feeling like maybe you mentioned it to us off the podcast, like before we started maybe. last time. Maybe. I'll just say I enjoyed Ant-Man. Cool. Uh, I think I liked it more than the first one. Evangeline okay. Lilly's really good in it, and the the fight scenes are very cool with the, like the shrinking and all that. 
fun stuff. I always always get her mixed up. Is she Kate from Lost or 13 from House? Okay. She's Kate from Lost. I don't know who 13 from House is. Okay. Fair. Okay. They're two different people that I get mixed in my head all the time. Like, all the freaking time. 13 from House was uh, Korra from the second Tron movie. You might have actually seen that. Tron Legacy. No. Yes. Oh. Yes, the only the only girl that was in Tron Legacy. Yes, that's that's true. Yeah, I like that actress. Uh, I don't know Remy what Remy Hadley. I don't know what it is. I get them mixed up. I just can't tell the difference. No, wait, Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde. Yeah, Remy that's it. Yeah, that's that's actually Remy one. Hadley yeah. must be the name of the character in House. Maybe. She's I forget because she's usually yeah. called 13, yeah. Remy 13 Haley. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Olivia Wilde is the character. Yeah. I like Olivia Wilde. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, yeah. Okay. So yeah, let's do a let's do a podcast. It is a July 13th. This is the top down perspective. I'm yeah. Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. I'm John Wheeler. And uh Paul, you were you were chomping at the bit. What have you been playing? Well, I want to talk about Drop Mix because we played it and it was super fun to the point Yay! where I decided if I can find it here for less oh, than $100, no. I will buy it. Oh, no. Yeah, I will totally get that. That's a game I will play regularly with people for sure. Yeah, I've seen it for 30 on like Amazon and stuff again since then yeah. down here. Yeah, the only sales I've ever seen for Drop Mix were in the States. I've not seen it for sale in Canada yet. Yeah. But, Maybe secondhand uh, or something. Do if you're gonna do it, do yourself a favor. Go to Toys R Us and at least get the Toys R Us exclusive deck before that disappears. Gotcha. But I don't think the the one any of the Toys R Us in town are gonna run out of those anytime soon. Yeah, I don't think so either. But yeah, no, I really really enjoyed it. It makes like, first of all, I love card games. Second of all, music is like the most important thing ever. So the fact that it's just that together is like so music great. card game. Yeah, it's so good, and it's yeah, like, it was good. It was like a it was like a good chill time, and it's just like, like jamming. It's an experience that uh, you actually just can't get in like tabletop simulator or a digital version. That's a thing you get the physical thing to play with friends because it can't be recreated. Couldn't, couldn't they do tabletop simulator? Why not? If somebody wanted to script all of that. Maybe, but probably not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I'm just saying, like, Harmonix could make a digital version of this. Harmonix could, for sure, but uh, they probably wouldn't. Also, yeah, in the chat, uh, Canadian Toys R Us is fine. They're not at all in trouble. So, there's that. Right. Uh, yep. So, yeah, I want to pick that up again, but it was super fun. We were able to play for a while after the podcast's last week and that was a good time see that game and uh i could see that yeah i could see me like actually bringing that to work and then playing with like some co-workers during our lunch break or something because it's pretty quick every game was quick enough that you could get maybe a couple in in like a half hour or like hour break you could get a bunch in and uh i'd be it's kind of a big device though it's not the most portable it's not that bad well, then you also have to have, like, deck boxes, you know, contain all the cards. I have many deck boxes. I'm just saying, I don't think it, I think it's about, I don't think it's as portable as, like, a board game. 
I think it's less portable than that. I think it's much more portable than a board game. Easily. How? Because it's oh, just a little... Oh, the little pieces, you mean? What do you mean, the little pieces? They're cards. Like a... Well, yeah, no, I mean, are you saying board games are less uh, portable because of the little you're, pieces? You're more likely to maybe lose something from, like, a board game because of all the little pieces, and then you're just like, oh, this is a bummer. <laughs> I just lost, like, I don't know, the shoe from Monopoly or something, whatever. Sure. Yeah. That's true. I mean, how many people are playing board games on their lunch break? Well, so, if they were yeah, all as portable as drop mix, maybe everybody. Maybe everybody. I don't know about that. You gotta, you I, gotta, feel, I feel like drop mix is still not super portable. Yeah, you got to like separate all the card decks beforehand. Like, there's some setup involved. They were they're already separated. John had them separated. Well, he just had to put them well, down on the table. I wouldn't bring like twenty decks. I would bring like maybe five because it's gonna be one game. <laughs> Like, we're not going to bring everything. To, okay, to well, I mean, I, w- I just assumed that you had them all in, like, one spot, so you're grabbing, like, the drop mix kit or something. The kit, yeah. I mean, yeah, the, the board itself comes with four decks, so. Yeah, and, like, a space for them. So right, I but it seemed like the those. box you that it came in that you were carrying around, John, even, like, the card pack holders underneath it weren't doing a great job. I mean, because they were meant for when the decks were still sealed. Yeah. Mm, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I'm sure if this game did better, they would have brought out like a carrying case or something. Some some people did some really cool things I saw on like the Drop Mix subreddit where they just took a bunch of old cassette tapes, like cassette tape <laughs> yeah. cases, like whittled okay. off the little tabs and just you could just put the entire deck in there. That's dope. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. And then you get the music connection too, so that's pretty cool. That's pretty neat. I like that. Yeah. 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 I mean, at the end of the day, you could just get like whatever trading card game people do use to organize and transfer their cards and just get one of those. Yeah. Or put them in a binder and, you know, have them all on display card sleeves. Yeah. That's definitely a thing I would do. <laughs> I really like but that. The would, that would those. just take a while to take them out. If you wanted to play those in the downside. Yeah. 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 You could get, like, individual card sleeves to preserve them. Would it still read, do you think? It will, but apparently, like, you can't stack them nearly as high. Okay. Uh, I feel like I feel like we stacked maybe, like, three or four at most before someone got, like, them wiped. Uh, the highest I've seen on a deck stack was, like, nine. And Ooh, I, know wow. that, I know that the reader without the card sleeves can read up to 30. Oh, right. Jesus. Okay. So but, like, when we were playing, I, th- I don't think we got higher than like four cards. Probably no. not. No. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, drop mix. I really, really <laughs> enjoyed that. And I look forward to playing it again at some point. Um, I guess I'll just keep going, keeping in tandem with the board gaming thing. I've been looking at this board game called Kingdom Death for a while and then found a like dope version of it that a bunch of people banded together to put on tabletop sim that's fully featured what kingdom death is is a giant kickstarter miniature board game thing that cost 500 canadian dollars for the base game and multiple hundreds for all the expansion stuff so it's a little out of the price range it's also like one of those types of games that you would want a game room with like a table that never gets wiped off or anything to set everything up uh not suitable for work art if you're it looking is, it up at work yeah, when it, listening to this. It is extraordinarily not suitable for work art, and the gameplay has some horrible themes. So what it is, it's a um, 
it is what's the best way to put it it's like a monster hunting colony building board game where you are playing survivors in this horrific horror landscape um just trying to basically survive and banding together creating a, a small society and going out and killing the monsters in the darkness to like keep them at bay and to use their parts to build more stuff and all that sort of thing. It is super convoluted. So much shit is going on, and I absolutely love it. It's so fucking good, but Jesus, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm looking at the uh, the store. You're right, That the Kingdom Death Monster 1.5, which I think that's the main it's game. It's the base game. Is $400 American. American, yeah, so it's um, 520 they have a, Canadian. They have a Slender Man expansion. They do, yeah. So, what, uh, And then I was just looking at these, like, I don't know what they are. Okay, yeah, that sounds like about right. a figurine. I think it's like a figurine. It's a figurine-based game, yeah. And I was kind of just going down, and it's like, hey, one, one's called White Speaker, one's called yeah. Behind the Wall. Then they have Pinup Wet Nurse. The Pinup Wet Nurse <laughs> is the one I feel doesn't fit at all and i don't i yeah. don't understand it at, it's I wonder why yeah because it's a big boobed nurse with like a breast pump in like skimpy gear oh and that's it, what that is yes and everything yep. else is like horrific monsters <laughs> so. well i don't know about that because i go back to like white speaker and yeah. it's clearly some like yeah there's some warrior type woman there's some but she's also wearing essentially a belt for a shirt. Yeah, there's some like um, dark soulsian high fantasy like weird gothic creatures too. There's like knights with like weird tattered robes and like This game is smoke. super horny. It's pretty horny. It's a little horny. Every yeah. one of these figures is super horny. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, that's not true. Not every one of them. The expansion ones well, for the most part are these these little figurines are all pretty horny. Yeah. So, yeah, that game is super convoluted and just, like, there's so many rules and things you need to worry about and do, and it's so easy to just, like, get everybody murdered, and I just absolutely love it, but it's so out of my price range for a thing, because it's the type of game that you would want set up on a table indefinitely while you're playing and not have to, like, take it apart and put it back together every week, and... I it just, also seems like you you paint your own figurines. You can, yeah. I mean, like you could just not, but I like going to the subreddit to see how people have painted their figures and stuff, and I'm pretty far deep in this rabbit hole now of that game. But, uh, yeah, that's... If, like, people wanted to check it out and they have Tabletop Simulator, I suggest getting three friends that you're willing to sit down, really learn the rules, and devote, like, many, many hours to, like... We got three Damn Homer in the chat up. saying fucking is a part of the game. It is a part of the game. What? Yeah. To procreate, to make it's... your uh, society bigger. Oh. You know, like Fire Emblem, right? They do it in, I'm sure, a very yep. classy way. Yep. I know those well, figures really make me think classy. You roll, yep. uh, you roll dice to see if maybe the woman dies in childbirth or you both die somehow or you go crazy or whatever if your child is... Like like Cthulhu, good, it has like good uh good traits or whatever, and becomes like a good warrior later on in life. And yeah, they go 
like I said, convoluted mess of just all these mechanics thrown into a board game that has a high barrier to entry, but I love that sort of bullshit, so I'm super into it. Um, Are you like a Warhammer fan? I never got into Warhammer because nobody here played that I knew, so it was like, well, okay. I'm not going to get into... go to, like, Sentry Box. Yeah, I don't like playing with random people, generally, okay. games. Mainly because I feel like I'm the one lagging behind. Like, everybody else knows the rules, and I'm just, like, there being like, I guess I'll do uh, this. I'm sure they're like, hey, people gotta start somewhere. Yeah, it's more my personal anxieties <laughs> that sure. stop me from going, more than anything. Uh, but going back to video games specifically, I played a game called To Hell With Hell, which is coming out in five days from now, I believe, on the 19th of next week. And uh, what this is, is think Nuclear Throne type of uh, game, like Enter the Gungeon sort of thing, um, where you play a character in hell. And the main gimmick for this game is that not only can you switch out weapons and they have different effects and whatever, you get different masks you can wear that change what your character can do for, like, powers, basically. Like, what type of passive powers they have, or what type of, like, active powers they can have. So, like, your base thing would be, like, a dodge roll, essentially. Then you put on a mask, say, that turns you into this, like, ice, like, ice hunter thing, demon thing, or whatever. And now your shots have, like, a freezing effect to them, and also you have a passive, like, you can take, um, you're more resistant to frost damage or cold damage, and that sort of thing. And there's just a whole bunch of variety of those. So its main gimmick is that you kind of change your character setup as well as you're playing. And you can switch between them if you have multiple masks. And it's really cool. It's been a little hard to get into just because uh, it feels pretty unforgiving in a way that I'm not generally used to with this type of game. Like things that Things seem like they're pretty slow and aren't going to get you very often. But then when you get swarmed, you just, like, get insta-killed. It doesn't feel like there's a lot of good escapes unless you just have, like, the dodge roll equipped, basically. So I just need to get better at it, is the thing. And it's one of those types of games, like Nuclear Throne or, like, Synthetic was the one more recently that I've been playing, that until I, like, learn how the game feels, I'm just terrible with it. And it's been, like just kind of getting to the point where I feel like, okay, this is how, this is the rhythm of this game. Um, I guess that, what's that Wizards game as well that came out recently? If you remember. It's kind of Wizorb? similar. No, oh, not... Uh, the, I have like, it on my Switch The like one? Yeah, I just forgot yeah, I the name of it. About. It's a Wizard of Legend. So, like, like it has right. that type of feel to it, too, where it's just, like, until I know how this game operates, like, get the rhythm of it and how to, like, move properly and stuff. It's just going to be death after death. But, uh, yeah, I highly suggest it if people want to check it out. I think it's coming out into early access, so it's not even going to be a full release on the 19th. But uh, that's to hell with hell. It's, like, the most generic, crappy name ever, but I think it's kind of neat. Okay. Last game, Wreckfest. I've been playing Wreckfest, and it's fucking how is great. This? It's okay. so fucking here, here good. This is good. Oh, my God, it's so good. It's, like... If you were a kid growing up with the PS1 or, like, ever played those, like, Demolition Derby games or whatever, it's basically like that for the modern age, and it's just great. So, 
Wreckfest is a racing demolition derby type game where depending on what mode you are and depending what map you're on will change kind of how you play. So there are just demolition derby type uh, maps that are just a big arena and you choose big bulky things or small cars to like move around swiftly and you all just try to take each other down and after a certain amount of time whoever has the most takedowns or like damage done to other vehicles will win and it'll just rank everybody in that way or you'll have the races where your the maps are set up to have tight turns where somebody takes a turn wrong and everybody else just fucking smashes into them into the wall and they just like explode essentially and just are taken out of the race or you have the figure eight races where there will be parts of the track that intersect with each other so if you're kind of straggling behind a little bit there's a good chance every time you go over that intersection you're dodging or like bobbing and weaving or stopping even completely to avoid being hit by just like 20 oncoming cars standard destruction derby it's so good basically it's so good i I can't recommend it more to people the worst part about it is that the ui is fucking garbage like all the menuing stuff is terrible but how so because it just doesn't seem to like properly read on PC when you're using a controller. It, what it seems to do is like map the cursor, the mouse cursor to the controller. So when you're moving, it can be a little wonky. So if you're playing it on PC, highly suggest you just use the uh, mouse to choose the stuff in the in the options menus and stuff to make sure everything takes properly. And then use the controller for the driving part because the keyboard controls are pretty bad as well. So, yeah. Looking at these screenshots, just it makes me just want to like play Onrush. Yeah, uh, which I actually it's kind of a different thing. Delivered today. Yeah, that's kind of a different thing. Where Onrush is more of like a team. Like there's team based modes in this as well. This is more just like playing a racing game without boost like an arcade racing game without boost where the whole concept is that sounds bad it's super good that's not true because that's like a horizon and that's fine yeah that's basically what it is yeah but i'm a lover of boost what can i say yeah also it's been weird playing this game and getting used to like a lot of games that have car racing really abuse the whole like you can drift easily thing and this is not one of these these cars aren't made to drift these are just american made just like steel rusty garbage cars that are heavy and are meant to like you take a t- corner properly where you have They've to retired sl- from their drifting you days. have to like slow the car down to take corners properly otherwise you'll spin a little bit and then other people will just smash right into you like it's just weird playing a racing game again that doesn't follow the conventions of hold a button when you take a corner to take it better. It's like, no, you have to actually slow down and like... See, I don't know if I like that as much. Yeah. Because like, I think of like Forza Motorsport proper and you definitely need to like slow down at turns and stuff. Sure. And I'm, I just, I don't want to slow down. I don't want to have to slow down. I want to just hit the go button and dodge stuff. Hmm. Then this isn't I mean, for you. Like, this is not your maybe. game. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But yeah, if it does sound like a game that you want to get into, it's like 40 bucks American, I think. It's 53 Canadian. So maybe 45 American, something yeah, like that. That's this. a weird price. It is a weird price, yeah. 
and uh, I highly recommend it. There's a bunch of people playing it, and you can find servers to jump into with a bunch of people. It's, uh, yeah, it's super fun. I quite like it a lot. Uh, that's it for that's me, it? though. Yep. Okay, I can just kind of quickly do mine. I haven't been playing much this week. I'm continuing with the uh, Donkey Kong DLC on sure. Mario and Rabbids, which yep. I like quite a bit. Um, I also started up, but only played maybe 30 minutes of um, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. Um, they, I, there's a fun little animation at the very beginning of it uh, where old Crash is going into like a some kind of grinder com- compactor, and he comes out with his new graphics. And I thought that was kind of fun, them showing the kind of you know quick little comparison yeah it's not as good as um like uh halo anniversary edition where you can just switch back and forth between the two styles yeah uh but you know that game looks it looks all right it looks like an old game that was updated um i'm i'm bad at it but i've never played crash before either so that's fine i i I can't talk a ton about it i put maybe 30 minutes into it i played like three levels of the first game Mm-hmm. Which one's the best between one, two, and three? Uh, I like two I the most. I think most people like two the most. Yeah. Two? Should I just skip one? No. One's one, fine. Uh, well, the trilogy version fixes some issues with Crash 1. Okay. So you might so be I'm actually fine just continuing with one? You're fine just continuing with one. Uh, what was wrong with one uh, that I'm not so, experiencing? So you know how you need to get all the crates in a stage to get a crystal? I know you need all the crates for something, which I can never find them all. Oh, okay. Well, then you probably wouldn't have encountered this issue at all. Uh, in the game, in the original PS1 game, if you died, you had to restart a stage to break all the crates. It didn't save your crate progress. All the other ones That's do. True. And I think, I think retroactively they fixed that in the trilogy. I, there, are, there are checkpoints in the stages. Yeah, no, there are checkpoints. But the checkpoints didn't save how many crates you broke. So oh. it wouldn't give you the crystal if you died. Okay, but I mean, you can go backwards. Maybe there's some stages where you can't. There's there a lot stages of stages where you, where you can't. can't. There yeah. are a lot. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Like I said, I've played like three, so. Sure. Okay. It does break Any one stage. Any pro tips stage, for a new, a new crash guy? What should I do? How do I find all the crates? Like, how am I missing these crates? Explore. <laughs> can you go off the track? Yeah. Is it always well, one track? There are, it's mostly one track, but then there are like some hidden branching paths or like usually you yeah. need a, a specific color crystal to unlock hidden paths in other stages. Oh, so you have to go like back to different stages. Yeah. Uh, Crash uh. 2 and 3 don't do it as much, but 1 was pretty bad for it. That would have been kind of cool because all three games are here if they made you go back to a different game. With a colored crystal. It'd be kind of funny. Yeah. That'd that be would be cool, odd. right? I mean, I mean, that would be a good, like, extra, like, oh, man, you got saves for both games. Here, enjoy this extra stage. Yeah. Yeah. Which they actually, a side note, they do have an extra stage. They, they made a new stage. Yeah, they advertised two stages on the box or something like that. I don't know what game yeah. they're in, though. Mm. I think it's three. I think it's three. And it's, I forget what it's called. Um. But anyway, have you uh, gone to any of the 2D like platforming level sections? Those are the easiest ones yeah, yeah. to m- miss all the boxes on because those usually have like a divergent path where you have to fall down a certain area or something. Oh, really? I can't. I came across one. OK, it had like the girlfriend at the end. And then just as I got there, she got swiped again. OK, um, I, it's been a while. Yeah, I didn't. 
I don't know. If, I don't. It wasn't. I don't think it was two D. It was side scrolling. But I think yeah, I could go back scrolling. forwards and yeah. I think I could still move forwards and back. I don't know. I didn't really try because I didn't want to fall off. But sure. Uh, I came across one of those and I got all the crates. So the first one's easy, I guess. Yeah. That game doesn't have subtitles. Like, how do you not do subtitles in 2018? Especially That's it's on fair. the Switch. They probably didn't think it needed it. Yeah. Not that much dialogue. There's not that much dialogue, though. Sure. I'm, oh, I just I have no idea what I'm, why I'm doing stuff because I missed that first cutscene because I was on a train. I feel like as someone who's actually watched the cutscenes, it doesn't really explain things that well. Anyways, you're girl, you're getting your girlfriend. That's about it. Yep. Okay. I mean, yeah, I wasn't expecting a lot of story. I was just surprised not to see a subtitle. option. I know Crash Two and Three have way more story. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully sure. they have subtitle options. They're just they're just built in usually. Like when you're being talked to, text on the screen in the Crash okay. font is there. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is that <clears throat> that's all I've been playing? Cool. All right. Done. I haven't playing much outside of streams, so let's talk about what I played on Monday. Kid Dracula. It you play as a cartoon version of Dracula as a child running around fighting cartoon monsters. Yep. Okay. Is it just me, or are you always playing some kid vampire game? Because I feel like like I keep thinking of Nid- <laughs> Little Nicky or. Little My Nikki. Little Vampire, whatever those what movies. Are, like, what are you talking like every about? Every time we do a podcast, you mention many, a game that how makes me think of these vampire movies. vampire kid games do you think there are? I don't know, but you you found them all. Yeah, all two of You're, them. Okay, well, maybe it's only happened twice. I swear this is like the third time. Kid, kid Nikki, or sorry, uh, Little Nikki. That's a different game, Kid Nikki. Little Nikki was like four years ago I played that. No, I, I'm gonna. You, you no. don't write your games down. I was gonna scroll back, but no, no, I, I know for a fact because it was in the apartment. I don't know. I don't know what you kind of vampire. No, like, I don't know. No, man. what are you doing? Every TDP, John. Every TDP. Every TDP. <laughs> I'm just saying this is like the third all, time. All about I that Dracula, these, like vampire kid movies, and. And it's because of a game you brought up. The only other thing I could think of was when I played the Famicom Kid Dracula, but that was also at least a year ago. I don't know. I don't know. What I think I'm you're crazy, I'm sure Sean. I think you're, there you're are listeners, and they're just no, they're not no, in their head. I know what it is. You're just real excited for Hotel Transylvania Three, and True. that's why. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I skipped the second one, <laughs> but I can't wait for that third. I think that game's on the eShop on Switch too. <clears throat> Probably. Yeah. Isn't it weird that there's a movie game? Yep. In 2018. Yep. And it's, and it's not the mummy remastered. It demastered, excuse me. Demastered, whatever, whatever that was. <laughs> yeah. It is weird. Yeah. Play that game real good. Went on to Castlevania the Adventure. That's real bad. Okay. It was yeah. uh, I think Sean, you were talking about this before. You said there were two Castlevania games or one Castlevania game you played on the Game Boy as a kid and you couldn't remember what it was. I think this was the one. It wasn't this I remember one. You, it, I remember it was, you saying that you didn't like it. It was the other one. Oh, it was Belmont's Revenge? It was Belmont's Revenge, yep. Okay. Yeah, no, this one's terrible. Don't play it. What's the name of this one? Castlevania the Adventure. Yeah, Belmont's Revenge sounds more accurate. Yeah. No, it's four stages, and it's the slowest game I've ever played. Like, you know how Castlevania games feel slow? This is yeah. slow. Uh, yeah. There's also played Tailgater, which is a little fun platforming game where you got to run around attacking uh as an alligator with your tail to try to break open chests and fight bosses it's fun that was all i played cool i don't actually this game looks pretty similar to it too let me look up do they look the same they look close (laughs) to each other 
The sprites are bigger in Belmont's Revenge. Makes sense. Yeah, it's hard to tell. They yeah, well, they still just kind of look like a crash test dummy with a yeah. Castlevania Adventure didn't chain. have sub weapons, so actually, Castlevania Adventure might be the game. Okay, oh, no. Either way, Sean didn't like it, so <laughs> yeah, it could have been either one. Frankly, yeah, yeah, this one looks very similar. Anyway, Hellgator looks cute, actually. It looks nice. Hellgator was fun. The music was really catchy. Nice. I'm going to try that one out at some point, I think. I'll put it on the list. All right, that's all everyone played? Yep. All right. Not a ton of news this week. Nope. Let's see what I collected. Warframe is coming to Switch. Yeah, that's cool. Sure. Yeah, I might play some Warframe. Have you ever? On the go. No. Okay. But, like, now I can play it, like, when I don't have access to more interesting games to me, right? Sure. Yeah, that's fair. Anyone interested in Warframe here? I like Warframe. I think it's yeah. really good. Wasn't that a PS4 launch title? Yes. Probably. It's been anyway, out for a long that's time. That's cool. That's coming. It's not out now. I don't think they've said when, but they just said it's coming. Yeah. Actually, in fact, it being a PlayStation 4 launch title, I wonder if you're going to be able to have crossplay. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting theory. Is it on Xbox? Uh, that's a good question. I think it's got to it, be on PC, right? It's definitely on PC. Oh, it's yeah. That's what I've. It's been out for it's, like it's years. It's got to be on, on all of them. Oh yeah. The first result was Xbox One Warframe. It's on. Okay. Cool. Okay. I wonder if um yeah if there's gonna be crossplay. I wonder if the Sony version's gonna have crossplay. As long as they don't hold like accounts hostage, then. I'm kind of okay if they don't, because that they're just shooting themselves in. Right. Uh, Darksiders three got a release date it's coming at November twenty sixth. Yes. Yeah, it has store pages that you can pre order digitally as well. Currently, I have a. I'm excited for this. I have a. I have a story. It's not a fun story. Okay. <clears throat> when this was announced, they put up like a bundle. On the on the Xbox store for Darksiders one, two, and three for forty dollars. Okay. All right. So clearly it was a mistake, right? Uh huh. Yeah. Um. So I was like, all right, I'll buy it. We'll see how this goes. If it doesn't work, I'll just refund it. Yeah. So I buy it, and then without any notification or whatever, they just remove three from my order. Whoa! What? Like a few <laughs> hours later. Oh. So, like, I could have already downloaded one and two. Like, they gave me access to that. And I was like, okay, well, that makes sense. And it says I have the pre-order. Um, but then a few hours later, I was seeing on Twitter, like, oh, they, they switched it. And I went and looked at my order. And three was gone now. Fuck. Which is which is an insanely bad deal. Because Darksiders 1 and 2 are on Game Pass. And I own those both physically, now that I think about it. In fact, I have two copies of Darksiders 1. Yeah. And they're, anyway. they're regularly on sale for, like, two fifty too. They're super cheap. Yeah, so $40, like, okay. Oh, my anyway, God. Um, so I get on, like, the chat thing asking for a refund. Yeah. And the lady's like, uh, normally pre-orders aren't part of bundles. And I was like, okay. Cool. Like, again, I know this is probably an error, and I just try to take advantage of it. Give me, just, you know, refund me. Come on. Anyway, so she's like, can you show me where you saw this? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And I put it on the... uh. I gave her an access to the store page, which has been changed. Yeah. And I said, but you guys switched it, so you're not going to see it there. So I, like, 
send her a copy to, uh, of the I give her a link to the tweet like the deal tweet that I saw. Yeah. And I was like, well, there's a picture on this one and you can see the thread of people talking about it was there. Oh, I actually can't look at this because it's uh, it's outside of our like security wall. I, believe I was that. like, well, that's convenient. That sounds very convenient. I believe that. <laughs> um, so she was like, well, you know, you've already used up your one courtesy refund. So I'm going to try and vouch for you. And I was like, what? How? What do you mean? I've used my one courtesy refund. Are you saying this is courtesy? How can you use that terminology? I asked for X. You gave me Y. Why are and now you're telling me out of the goodness of your heart, you're gonna give me a refund? Like how's this? How's this on me? And she's like, Oh, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, I can't guarantee what you're saying was real. I'm gonna vouch for you out of the goodness of my heart. I was like, What are you talking about? Like. <laughs> I was like this close to just being like, look, I get it. It was an error on your part and I try to take advantage of it. Just give me my refund. Like this shouldn't be a big deal. And eventually she got to the point where she's like, oh, I'm seeing other people are also asking for this same error. Yeah. So I'll give you the refund. And I was like, cool. Thank you. Jesus the fact that first place. The fact that she was just being uppity about like, you know, I'll, I'll do you this favor. What are you talking about favor? You screwed me <laughs> over. I even said you were the ones who pulled the rug out from under yeah. me. Why is that my fault? Anyway, our one courtesy refund. Fuck off. Yep. Uh, Paul, you have this next story here. Yeah, Monster Hunter World PC date and specs were revealed as of, I think, Monday. So August 9th is the day you will be able to play that on PC. And as for the specs, you can look them up yourself. But basically, if you have a computer that is (laughs) mid-range... No, like on the higher end of mid-range and up, you'll be fine for the minimum. Uh, They do recommend an NVIDIA GeForce GTX 1060 for recommended minimum specs and 8 gigs RAM and all that sort of stuff. So, but uh, yeah, if basically if you have a computer that can play games that are coming out nowadays, like at high, you'll be able to play this most likely. So, yeah. I am excited. Cool. Mm-hmm. There's also two SKUs for it. There's like a base SKU of the standard $60 or whatever. And then there's like one that's $15 more for some deluxe edition stuff. Like the samurai outfit and gestures and just like some skin stuff and whatnot. So, yeah. You're going to play it again? Absolutely. Yep. going to start over? All right. Yep. Uh, Rocket League is on Game Pass now? Is it Cool. That's just a fun update. Rocket League's great. Um, how long until for Rocket League is free to play? That's my question. Does it need it's to be at coming, this right? point? Are you were you asking if it is? Does, does it need to be at this point? I'm just I'm just assuming eventually they're going to have people not buying it because there's so I, I much feel like so many, I can see it going. Maybe like I feel like so many play. people got it free to play to begin with with uh, PlayStation Plus. Mm. Right. That's why I yeah. could see them being like, well, we've given it away so many times. We might as well just make it free to play. I don't know. Anyway, uh, last one. This is kind of a cool story. Epic Games has been back paying Unreal asset makers now. So they straight up came out and said, actually, I should step back. At the moment, if you are someone who just makes assets for the Unreal Engine, there's a, um, a payment split of 70-30. 70 for you, 30 for uh, epic who owns it which is pretty standard if you look at like at the apple app store and and amazon books and stuff like that it's usually 70 30 
Mm-hmm. Um, Epic Games last week came out and changed that to an 88-12. So they are getting less money now. And they basically said, hey, Fortnite is doing so well, we can just afford to pay people more now. Um, and in fact, so people who are making that those assets now get a, obviously a raise because they're getting 88%. They're also back paying since 2014 what all those people who have making games the additional 18 percent holy shit Uh, right yeah um so i guess good on epic for putting that money to good use totally um one kind of cynical look that i or take that i saw was it might be epic trying to get people who develop assets for unity and other engines to come over to theirs instead sure i mean i don't think there's anything cynical about it that's business that's good. Yep. 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 No, I'm just saying, like, yep. if, if you're looking for, like, the you know, what's the catch? Yeah, sure. Um, but either way, like, yeah, exactly. That's how business works. These people are going to pay you more. Go work for them. Um, but, yeah, that's cool of Epic. And, yeah, they straight up just said, because Fortnite is doing so well for us, we can do this. I'm, f- I'm frankly surprised they did the back pay. Like, I understand the, like, hey, right? everybody's getting a raise from here on out. But the end, if you've been doing stuff for us, we're going to pay you what, like, you should have been making, or what you would be making now for the stuff you've made. It's like, Jesus. Yeah, if we did okay. this four years ago. Yeah. Yep. Pretty cool. That is very cool. Good on them. Uh, and that's all I got for news. Let's go through these questions. Yeah. If you want to send a question in, it's topdownrespective at gmail.com, at TDP podcast on Twitter. The Facebook group, the Discord channel, and John's P.O. Box. I can get this first one here from Hebrew Lantern. Hello, TDP. I hope this week finds you well. Lately, I started watching a new show that I hated the first few episodes, but after episode five or six, I fell in love. I found the same thing happens with a lot of other shows I watch, as well as many games. This has been touched on in other questions, but when people people ask which game is a series slash genre you recommend a person start in, etc., but I'm wondering, how long do you personally give a game or TV show, be it something recommended or something that just piqued your interest independently, before you give up on it? I know RPGs like Persona can take a while to get to the good parts. The new Pokemon games are a chore to get through the introduction, especially to veterans of the series. Likewise, many shows, including some of my favorites, have had really rough starts and don't get good until they're sev- several episodes in. Some don't get really good until the second or third season. I'm interested in what you guys think. Sorry for the long question. Thanks for the sh- great show. Okay, let's take this one by one. TV shows series. How long do you give it before it's like I'm not I'm not interested in this? Three to four episodes. Yeah, uh, three for me. Just, I I have a split. If it's a show that I've been hearing a lot of good things about, I'll stick with it for a while just because people have been saying okay. good things. Obviously, if I'm just like totally like not feeling this, um, if it's just a random thing I'm checking out, like one maybe two yeah totally random thing i'm checking out i'll give three if people are like okay game of thrones is the thing i'll talk about here people wouldn't shut up about that thing so i gave it a full season and i generally wouldn't do that and i still don't like it and i was like i'm not going to bother going on with this the the agreement my girlfriend and i have whenever Like, we go back and forth, like, hey, I picked a show last time, now you pick one, and we kind of go through them. Uh, We have an agreement of watch one full season, and then if you're not into it, okay, my turn's over, you know, you get to pick one. 
and for the most part, if you can get through a whole season and you're liking it, like you'll probably be kind of hooked. Sure. But yeah, so it's funny I've, that Paul brought up Game of Thrones because I had a similar issue where I watched like uh, ten of the twelve or thirteen episodes of Game of Thrones of the first season. Yeah, did not like it, and then a couple years later tried again. Still felt the same way up to that point. Then watched one more episode past where I was, and then I got hooked. It was literally oh, wow, a okay. one episode weird. difference. That just that's so weird. Really, really weird. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I've actually only also seen the first season, and I was like, yeah, this is fine. Uh, then I just kind of fell off the wagon, and now yeah. there's a thousand episodes, and I'm just like, I don't. Eat, I got other stuff to do. That's a big barrier too. Like with a lot of anime, I really want to get into some of them, but then I see there's like over like a hundred episodes and i'm just like i'm not going to like there's no sure. way yeah i can see that yep and in fact anime i give one maybe two i it's shorter for me i have less tolerance for anime stuff usually i think if they can hook me in the first episode i'm probably gonna watch all of it though eduardo writes what are some old platformers that deserve more love oh Old platformers. platformers. Let me bring up a list of old platformers. See what happens. I feel like most of the time they get like sequels or a series or remade, but something mm-hmm. that didn't come back. I guess an easy one is like Spyro, but that's you know it is yeah, coming back. It just took a long back, time. Yeah. Um, I for a long time there I would have said Rayman, uh, but yeah. then they did the Rayman Legends and Origins. I really like games. Joe and Mac <laughs> a lot growing up. Joe and Mac was supposed to get a reboot, and then the company uh, scammed everyone out of it. So, fuckers. God there's yeah. there's some interesting stories about Joe and Mac reboots. Because the thing with Joe and Mac is that I really liked it, except it controlled poorly, and I always thought that if they could tighten that up, I would really. Did you ever play the sequel? It. Uh, was it on Genesis? Or what did it be? I don't know. It was on SNES. Yeah. I'm not sure. Joe Mac 2 Lost in the Tropics. Yes, I did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That sounds familiar anyways. Is that all there were? Were two? Technically, Congo's Caper is part of the series, but uh, yeah, there's only two actual Joe Macs. And then there's like the weird D-Make ones on the Game Boy and the NES. Right. Yeah, yeah. And those are awful. I'm going to say Jazz Jackrabbit. Okay. I'm sure there's more here that I like all the old Capcom games. I really liked DuckTales, Darkwing Duck, like and all those like NES okay. era. I, new Darkwing Duck would be cool. I feel, I feel like they did bring back DuckTales. Yeah, well, kind of. They did like a remastered version, so that counts, I guess. Um, And they even did uh, Darkwing Duck in the afternoon collection. Same with Chip and Dale, right? Yeah, it's the same games. It's just like in a packaged emulator, essentially, which is fine. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Uh, and his, Eduardo's second question is, what open world game has the coolest fantasy world? Open world game, coolest fantasy world. Grand the- Theft Auto V. <laughs> Okay. That's the most right. cynical answer I've ever heard. <laughs> I've never really thought of... I, most open world games I play, I don't like the world, if that makes sense. I'm going to say... 
Well, actually, I want to hear why first. I don't know. I just, I just feel like I. Well, keep in mind, I don't usually like open world games, so maybe that's just part of it. I don't sure. feel. I don't enjoy the world itself. Like the closest I would say to an open world game that I enjoyed the world of would be Super Mario Odyssey, and I don't think that counts. I I would not count that. Yeah, I yeah. probably wouldn't either. Um, I was gonna say Assassin's Creed Origins. I really enjoyed just hanging out in that world. Okay, I'm just looking up a list here. Like, I here's the thing is that I really like The Witcher's world, but I would not want to, like, live in it, <laughs> basically. Like, I also really like the world of Horizon Zero Dawn, but I wouldn't want to That's live That's a cool there. world, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think you have to live in okay. it, because most of the in time, that case, Horizon's these worlds answer. are, uh, like, you know, two weeks away from an apocalypse, Look, but it's a video game. That's mm-hmm. my answer, then, Horizon Zero Dawn. That's a cool world, yeah. I like that one quite a bit. Um... Can I say God of War? Yes, I was thinking God of War as well. That one's real cool. I don't know if that one's totally open world, but here's a here's a cool one. How about L.A. Noir? Isn't I that mean, just Los Angeles? That world exists. Yeah, but it's like a it's like a <laughs> hyperbolic old like sixties yeah, Los Angeles. That's true. He does say though, coolest fantasy world for what that's worth. So like it has to have like dragons and knights. No, but it just doesn't have to exist. It has to just not exist. I think. Okay. Well, whatever. I said mine. Minecraft. <clears throat> Minecraft. Yeah. All right, John. You got this next one from Tyler. A follow up to someone else's question the last two weeks. Uh, how do you feel about going back through earlier games in a series if you started further in? Have you ever done this, and did you like the earlier games or not? I rarely do this. I will start at... I will at least try the first game of a series. I I personally try to start on the first game if I can. Yeah. I've done this, but I had played a bit of the first ones and it ter- did not like them. My big ones are Matt, the Mass Effect series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mass Effect 1 did not grab me. Yeah. I loved Mass Effect 2, that's, so I went back and played through all of 1. That's pretty much why I never played Mass Effect. Um, and then the Gears series was very similar. I played a tiny little bit of 1, didn't care for it. Loved 2, went back, still don't really like one's, 1. 1's real it. rough around the edges. Yeah. There's no denying Those that. are two series I would say just start in the second game, probably. Yeah. The one for me would have been... I played the... Uh, the Witcher 2, and I was like, this is pretty dope. So I went back to The Witcher 1, and I was like, this controls so fucking poorly. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the same type of game, but holy shit, did they figure out the controls in 2? Yeah, I, I played Witcher 3, and I have Witcher 3. I haven't played the first two, but 3 didn't grab me enough to finish it and then go back or anything. Yeah, fair enough. What about, like, the Fallout games? Did you, like, play Fallout 3 and be like, I'm gonna try that Tactics Fallout 1 game or whatever, that CRPG? Nope, that was another similar Witcher. I played it, was like, this is not really my thing. Gotcha. Cool. Um, MFK Golden wrote in and said, what is your favorite RPG franchise and or game? For me, personally, it's the Elder Scrolls games and an RPG for the Game Boy Advance called Sword of Mana. So, favorite RPG franchise or games? Game is Chrono Trigger. Franchise is... RPG is such a hard genre to talk about. Yeah. 
a game in which you role play. That's true. Everything Franchise, has RPG I guess, mechanics. Persona, because I like <clears throat> games that are sort of based in reality, like a yep. modern day. Maybe it's the better way to put it. Yep. Okay. I'm gonna say the Tales of series. Okay, are my favorite, and then probably like Vesperia or Symphonia is probably my favorite RPG I've played. Okay. <clears throat> so like, hmm. Like, oh my god. The one I spent the most time in was easily World of Warcraft, for whatever that's worth. I really liked Dragon Age Origins, like, a lot. I spent a lot of time in that game. Um, If you go more, like, away from the classical games, I guess, like, Dark Souls game-type games, the Souls games are probably my favorite RPGs, where you have a character class and you put stats in them and that stuff, so... Yeah, probably that. Kimberly writes, I'm dressing up in a Pikachu Kigu yep. for mm-hmm. a school assignment, and I was wondering if there were any silly things you ev- you guys ever had to do for school or work. Nope. All serious. Had to do? No. Did? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel like grade school, I was goofing around all the time. Yeah. Um, trying to narrow some stuff down. Nope, no fun ever. I remember, I remember cheer week in my high school. Uh, I dressed. Wait, what's I made cheer my, week? So uh, cheer week was like, it was like each day was like, oh, dress up in like as character as thing X or thing Y. And one day was a superhero okay. day, so I just came to school dressed as like a custom superhero with like a, a I had an actual sword with me and everything. It was great. Were you, you were allowed to bring weapons? Uh, yeah, because I lived in Newfoundland, and also like. All, the entire staff knew me because my mom was a teacher, so I got away with a lot okay. more than I should. I feel have. like during school we weren't allowed weapons if we did costumes. Weirdly enough, I mean, like I wasn't swinging it around that much, but weirdly or enough, you were, and that's why I wasn't. Well, allowed. no, the best you part was like for my generation. I got the sword from my pastor at the time, so <laughs> it like it just becomes like layers of layers of like, how did you get away with this? Why does this story make sense? This holy sword. <laughs> It was it was like straight up like a saber. I had it hanging off my outfit. It was great. It was a different time too. Yeah, that was also like two thousand and three. I had to make we had to make uh, catapults in physics class. Okay, and yep. uh, you had to like decorate them or something. And I was I was never really good at, and I never wanted to like paint a whole catapult or anything. So I found a big board and I printed off a stencil of Alf and I spray painted. <laughs> I spray painted the board black and then a silver stencil of Alf and I nailed that to the front of it. And then the arm of the catapult. So my dad works in prosthetics. Uh, I went and got a fake, very realistic arm and we attached that as the arm. So that's what was throwing the tennis ball. Nice. Nice. That was pretty silly. Uh, In school at one point, we used to do like haunted houses or whatever for like Halloween. And I dressed up as a vampire for one of the times, and my parents helped me make, like, a casket out of, like, a fridge box that we had. That's cool. Yeah, so that was fun. That was a good time. So we just had to carry a casket around? No, like, we said it, like, the school would throw, like, a Halloween party, essentially, thing, but, like, one of the classrooms would be, like, a haunted house set up. Okay, so you just had it, like, in the corner I just had to, like, like yeah, we just had to, like, set it up, essentially. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do you guys ever do any like grad pranks? 
No. Not I wasn't part of them, but they definitely happened. Yeah, we had we had um so for mine, we went into the one of the boys' bathrooms during class uh with a set of tools and unscrewed everything we could get our hands on. Uh and then just left it. Okay. So that was pretty fun. Yeah. <clears throat> uh my sister, because she was a year behind me, and um they were doing it at they were setting it up at my house because we lived like three blocks from school. So it was easy to like transport whatever you need to. They blew up a bunch of condom balloons. Like our basement was filled with uh, garbage bags full of blown up condom balloons um, with like bonus like uh, petroleum jelly put into them. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> and then one morning we drove them to the school we had like a chain of cars coming and picking up bags of balloons and driving them to school and then just as school was starting so our atrium where the the office was it had like a main bottom floor where the office is and then it had a staircase up and then like kind of like like a wraparound deck where there was other classrooms in there so it was like a it was like a big open two-story built room and we dumped all the balloons in down into the atrium just as like and then we were in the high school section yeah just as like a elementary class was coming through to like oh god see some of this schools what did the high school kids do so yeah. like that and so they because they're little kids they just wanted to pop all the balloons oh, so for no. like two solid minutes it was just loud banging like non-stop <laughs> right outside the office and then the whole place was covered in like goo oh, and God. bits of condom <laughs> that's good that's a good one yeah okay I did, Shit. again that wasn't that wasn't my graduating class it was the one below me uh i did help get all the balloons there and put them so i can take a tiny bit of the credit but sure. i wasn't the mastermind oh that's so good um, but that one was that one was very good yeah let's damn. end that question on that <laughs> that's damn, a good one yeah. From VGC Kenny, if David Cage came to you and asked you to be the main character of his next game, would you do it? <laughs> of course. If so, would it be because you'd think it'd be good or because you want to see the train wreck firsthand? I mean, that's my answer. I want to be part of a David Cage game. I don't care if it's good. Are you kidding me? Also, have you seen the people that take the lead roles? At least I can speak English. Or are you saying like um, I'm not French like Canadian? Page can't no. Is that there's a French accent and like way and cadence that everyone speaks English in those games? Okay. Besides Ellen Page, obviously, because she's it, not very, very much mo like almost all the staff that he gets are French, so they're yeah. not native English speakers, right? Yeah. My my one hesitation is all those like weird allegations of him. <laughs> Just having a shitty, shitty work environment. Yeah, there's that. Yeah, that guess. seems that's towards his programmers versus his actors. I'd assume. Oh, cool. That's then I'm fine. That's true. I mean, there, but there is something but, to be like. Do I want to go work for this I know, man? Right? Apparently yeah. I know. Sucks. Apparently, he's. Um, here's the funny thing. So on Wednesday stream, Beyond Two Souls came up as an option, and we were okay. we were gonna play it, and then like two thirds of the chat was like, "Never touch a David Cage game," and they just demanded I not play it. It was really weird. I, okay. I knew there was well, a lot of negative stigma around him. I didn't realize it was that strong a negative stigma. Hmm. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, there was some weird shady stuff out of that company for sure. Um, I, I mean, with it, with taking that out of there, like, if it was just going to be a train wreck, 
I would still want to just because almost with like any game, I would love to just like be a part of a game in that capacity, especially like getting mocapped and stuff. Sounds like it'd be super fun being in a game. So that I, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's too bad. He's not like a better person. (laughs) Even shitty experience aside, nobody ever has memories of saying no to a project. So I would just probably do it and tell the story. Can I change it so that it's like, it's like naughty dog instead. And then it's just like a fun dream job. I think that changes the no. That changes changes the question question completely. Do you want to do something that would be awesome? Is the question? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Side question: Why is it that, according to autocorrect at least, that the word train wreck is supposed to be two words, but first hand is one? I figured it. I I figured if either of them should be two words, it should be the later, but hyphenated like first dash hand. I think that's well, it's a good thing you wrote in. I think that uh, just because we we, <laughs> we have the answer. Do we? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, and you're totally right. It should be like that. I think it has something to do with train as a noun. It also Which depends is, on the dictionary you're using because some like the English language is so flexible. Like some people use it some way, some use it the other. So, I like how you use the term flexible. I'll use the term fucked up. <laughs> I mean, garbage. yeah, that, I we just picked the PG language. word. That's all. <laughs> We have a garbage language for garbage. I hate... Yo. I, I feel so bad, dude, when people are learning English and it's just like, why does this work but this sentence doesn't? And the answer is literally, it just does. Because <laughs> someone else told me that's how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Before we close the podcast, can I tell the amazing uh, story I found here uh, on my phone yeah, earlier? Yeah, of course. Sure. So you know Aliens Colonial Marines, the game that Gearbox did that everyone yeah. shit on? Yeah. yeah. Uh, apparently, uh, one of the big problems in the game was that the AI barely worked. People okay. found out why, and this got posted today. Uh, where Where is this posted? I found this on Reset it Era. It, it's on my phone, okay. so I unfortunately can't link it. Sure. Uh, Aliens Colonial Marines AI had a typo in it. One letter typo. Someone went in, fixed that one letter typo, and made the game way better. And it's oh game my, of the year. Oh my god. Yeah, apparently uh, they spelled the word tether as teether, T-E-A-T-H-E-R. Taking out okay. that letter A fixed it. Wow. I'm, I find that weird that they didn't, like, fi- figure that out and then patch the game. I mean, that game, that development was trouble to begin with, but that was just the uh, the one big thing. Wow, that's amazing. I want Gearbox to come out and like confirm this is true. Yep. Um, then I think that would be great. And I would love if they just like patched that game, this like eight year old game or whatever for, was that on like the Wii or something as it well? It was on the Wii U. Was it Wii U? Okay. I'm going to grab one last uh, question from Facebook because we're going to miss it if we don't. And okay. it's apparently somebody's birthday. So this is Foxy the kid with the last minute submission with my 21st birthday coming up. The topical question would be what should my first what should my first league what should my first legal should be? <laughs> but booze is so 2002. So he, my question is with my transition to the next era of my existence, what narcotic should I drive into? Life. Are you drunk while writing this question? <laughs> Wait, asking what narcotics should I drive into? <laughs> yep. What? Take your car down to the old oxygen tank store and buy yourself some hot, hot oxygen. 
Oh my god, it's so good. What narcotic? I mean, what? Which, what narcotic? Yeah, I, I, you. Oh, you posted. It, I yeah. guess what narcotic. Should I drive into? I guess he, alcohol he because chat, it's the least likely. A bitch. <laughs> okay, this first part. What? Sh- what should my first legal be? I I assume that's just like shorthand for like drink and like maybe that's what the kids are saying. Like my first legal. <laughs> my first legal. I don't know. That's super lame if you're saying that. Rem- in my opinion, remember how we were saying the English language is garbage. <laughs> Yeah, this is, this is why because yeah. we just invented a new term right here. Um, so okay, well, should we? I think we should fix this question. What should his first legal drink be? Yeah, because the way he says narcotic, like you should not start smoking. Just take it from me. Don't go down that rabbit hole <laughs> at all. Yeah, we're also. I mean, as a collective, not the best to ask, but I feel like Paul has the best answer. I, I for believe what to the drink. actual answer to what their first legal should be should be vote. Vote. Yeah. Can't you? I think you can vote before twenty one down here, though. Oh, that's probably likely. Yeah, actually. I think I you might be think, right. I think eighteen. I'm not one hundred percent sure. Age. I'm also not the one to ask. So, I am the person that, like, when I became legal, buy age, a nudie magazine, yeah. and uh, a scratch lotto card. <laughs> when I became a legal age, I went to the uh, store. I did buy a porn mag, a lottery ticket, and a cigar, and then, like, went to the liquor store and got, like, a beer, because whatever. I had been drinking by then anyway. But, like, okay. I mean, if you want to just experience all that stuff, go for it. I would say don't do the smoking thing at all. Just, like, just trust me. Trust me. Um, You should just buy beer, and if it's legal in your state, go for, like, the weed or whatever. I don't care. Just... You don't have a you don't have a recommendation for a good first legal drink? Yeah, beer. Or like if you go to just, a bar or something? I don't know. Yeah, like if if you could have like your first drink again or whatever, you know what I mean? Like Yeah. I guess it What's the one? I guess it would depend like what type of thing you want. If you wanted something like fruity or something, you could go for like a margarita or something like that, something like tasty. Otherwise, I've always just been a fan of like a good scotch or whiskey and coke or something. So that's my thing anyway. But uh, okay, yeah, whatever is legal and just stay safe. That's all I'm saying. All right, <clears throat> that's it for questions. Um, again, if you want to send in questions for next week, it's topdownperspective at gmail dot com at tdp podcast on Twitter. Facebook group, the Discord channel, and John's P.O. Box. Games of the week. Kid Dracula. Oh. I mean, I'm not going to say Kingdom Death, so I'll say Wreckfest. Yeah, I'm going to say Mario and Rabbids. Nice. Um, update on the Patreon. The submission thread for next month's game is now live, so if you're a $10 backer, Go submit a game. Um, as you can see, sometimes the user submitted games win. Uh, it's not unheard of. So <laughs> feel free to go submit a game. Please save us uh, is what we're saying. Yeah. <laughs> or don't. That's an um, option. You don't have to submit don't a game. Don't tell them they could do that. <laughs> um, yeah. And anyways, we'll be back next week. Thanks, everyone. See you later. Later, everyone. I can wave with my left hand. Ooh, magic. Kind of hurts to do that. <laughs>